Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Today with Kent Sterling. It is Monday, August 17th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill. Take control of your dental health. 317-849-2933. Let's get right to it. A lot of guests. Great guests. First day of Colts practice. These guys hitting each other hard. It was enlightening. It was fun. Good interviews today. Let's talk first to Jonathan Taylor, rookie out of Wisconsin. Jonathan, what is the difference between a Colts practice and a Wisconsin practice? Uh, well, definitely one of the biggest things between these two practices is uh, you, re- you really got to know, you know where you are, what are you doing, um, because you're rolling. You know, a lot of the times, you know, at, at school, you know, it's still college, so you might have some freshmen or some guys who, you know, might not know where, you know, special teams punt individual is or where, you know, a running back individual is. But, you know, here, you know, everything is put in place and laid out before practice so everyone knows where to go so that when practice hits, you're rolling, you're rolling at a high pace, you're playing at a high level, and we're able to get the most out of the two hours, hour 45, however long we're out there, you're able to get the most of it. Today was your first full contact NFL practice. Did you let yourself smile a little bit or was it all business? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely smiling through it, um, you know, especially during warm-ups. It's just the beginning, you know, really before you get into the meeting and think of things. Um, and then as practice goes on, uh, you realize you you got to have a focus and then the smile kicks back on after the play. But, you know, every single play, you got to go in with a, with a focus and a mentality in order to be able to perform at a high, high level. Uh, and, uh, you know, once that play is over, I mean, you just think about how much fun you had on that last play. And then when the next play rolls around, it's time to log back in again. How'd you feel today running behind what a lot of people say is the best offensive line in football? Oh, it was awesome. I mean, and one of the biggest things is those guys are going to work for you up front. So, the way you're able to just let those blocks develop, let those guys, you know, do their job and let them do it well. Uh, they enjoy and love doing it, and they love doing it well. So whenever you get behind a group like that that enjoys doing their job and enjoys doing it well and does it at a high level, I mean, it makes your job that much more easier. But then it also makes you want to go that much more harder because you know that those guys are working hard up front in order to create those lanes for you. What benefit have you gained from working with your position coach, Tom Rathman? 
Oh, I mean, it's spectacular. And especially in the meeting rooms, um, you know, you're going over film, you're evaluating, and then you may hear one or two stories or, you know, coaching points of guys who he's coached previously who've been pro bowlers who are in the Hall of Fame, you know, and you hear stories about, you know, him playing um, and the guys that he played with. So being able to, you know, extract that knowledge is, is something that you won't be able to get everywhere in the league and a running back room. And you know, I'm definitely grateful that I'm here to be able to receive that. All right. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. All right. Let's go to Michael Pittman, fellow rookie. Michael, what has T.Y. Hilton done that really sets a good example for you? Um, I've seen a guy that is just straight business, gets in, gets his reps, wins, and and that's pretty much what he does is like he wins, whether it's on the football field or whether it's shooting basketball shots, like he just wins at everything. So I'm basically learning from that. How weird is Philip Rivers' release when you're out there catching balls from him? Just how odd is that? Um, I mean, it didn't look weird to me. I mean, I've played with so many different quarterbacks. I mean, as long as you get the ball there. And Phil, like like Phil is almost like a coach. Like he's like having a coach out there. Like he knows everything. So um, he just teaches me a lot. All right, that's Michael Pittman, rookie. Now let's talk to a veteran, Ryan Kelly, the center for the Colts. Ryan, as you work against your D-line, what kind of a presence does DeForest Buckner bring to that group? You know, I think he brings a certain level of energy to that defensive line um, that's contagious. And uh, obviously, if you look at the guy, I mean, he's, I think he's like 6'7", 300 pounds. So when you add that kind of speed and ability to uh, use his length, uh, it's hard to block him. So I know he's making us better, and I hope that, you know, we're making him better at the same time. So uh, obviously excited to have him on our team and um, just to raise the elevation of both sides. Hey, consistency last year was kind of the thing that you guys strived for and maybe didn't attain. What can you do to get there this year? Yeah, I think uh, there were certain times in the, in the season where um, we just let our fundamentals, you know, kind of go to the wayside. And uh, those were the games that we didn't run the ball very efficiently. And I think that everybody knows that that's what we pride ourselves on. Um, we're going to get everybody's game, you know, the best defensive game every week we play them because uh, they know – you know, if they don't bring it, you know, we have a great day of running, that it could be bad for them. So I think that that's one of the, the areas of consistency that we need to improve on um, is our fundamentals. And that's all it comes down to. I mean, they, they get paid. They, they make a lot of money, too. So, um, you know, we know they're going to be good players. But I think if we trust our fundamentals and do what we have to do up front, um, it just makes the pass game a lot easier, too. You know, it makes our lives a lot easier. And so I think that's one area that we've really um, pinpointed um, as, as an emphasis this year for uh, consistency in the running game. Any difference between Corona camp and a normal camp? Yeah. I mean, uh, the more we talk about Corona, I think the more everybody gets tired and sick and tired of hearing about it, you know? So we understand that, you know, it's a real thing. We're doing everything we can to, to stay safe. And I think for the most part, we've done that. Um, you know, the first day of pads when you're out there and it's, it's about hundred percent humidity this morning. So, when, you know, when you're, when you're done stretching and the heart rate's running and it's racing pretty good, uh, you know, you're getting ready to go to individual and get work pretty good. Um, you know, it's football, man. So that's, that's training camp. That's the way it is. And, and that's the way we love. I mean, that's, that's what you come for. It's what you grind for. I mean, this is year five of doing it in the NFL and um, it never gets any easier, but, you know, I think as you get older, you, you know, you love the, uh, the, uh, the competitiveness of training camp and, and know, you know, how much, it, how much, you know, vital um, teamwork you get in those reps and in those, in a series. And so um, just, just love being out there. I mean, it's obviously, 
it's a grind. I mean, that was only an hour and a half today. We're going to keep going up from there. So um, got to get used to it and, and get back in the mode of working. So I know we only have 11 pad practices, I think, total. So um, if you look, you know, that, that's, that's not a lot of practices to get ready for Jacksonville. So got to take advantage of everything when we get. Where are you with contract extension talks? Uh, you know, I've talked to my agent a few times. Uh, I know he's been in contact with the Colts. And so just trying to focus my mind on, on doing, uh, on doing training camp. I think, uh, I'm hopeful that it'll happen soon. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we, you know, here 14 hours a day, so I pretty much got enough on my plate, but just, you know, leaving my agent, Jimmy Sexton up to that one. I know he's, uh, he's incredible at what he does. And so I hope he gets it worked out. Hey, how do you judge your level of work on a day like today? Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm covered in sweat right now. I'm sitting on a towel, so I guess it, I sweated enough. So I guess we got that going for me. But, uh, you know, um, you know, you look, you look back at the practice and, and as, as NFL players, and you don't get in this room without being a competitive, you know, person in your, in your nature. And so I think as we watch the film and, you know, I know I'm going to see things that I don't like or that, you know, I know I can do better than you know, I can um, compare to last season or how I was moving on this or how I did this or where my eyes went. And so, you have to have a starting point somewhere. And today was the, the starting point for us. You know, we, you know, like I said before, we don't have many pattern practices. So from, from day one to day two to, you know, continue moving forward, you're going to have to keep making strides, you know. And so I think that's one thing um, that we're all going to have to do is, is to really improve from day to day um, and just not make the same mistakes we made today. So for me, um, you know, the communication aspect is obviously starts with me. And so that's one thing I'll be looking at. And um, you know, how, how I put my hands and my feet. I mean, that's, that's all it's about as an offensive lineman. And if you can master those two, then you can be all right. All right. Let's talk to the head coach, Frank Reich. Frank, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Hey, you know what? You don't get a lot of quantity in terms of work with these guys before the regular season starts with just 11 padded preseason practices, no preseason games. How do you make sure you get the quality you need to prepare for the season? You know, it's a day-to-day, there's no perfect formula. So, you know, we got a lot of great people, our trainers, our strength staff, our players, our coaches. You know, we're always assessing things. You know, we have a schedule that's based on a lot of history. You know, we've all been around this game a long time. You know, we know how long things take typically. So you just put all all our heads together. Um, You put your foot on the gas as long as you can. You back off at certain times you learn how to make progress in walkthroughs and in meetings and continue to get better there. But, you know, we also have a sense of urgency, like you're saying, you know, knowing that we have 11, really 11 padded practices before that first week. So really the goal and the mindset is to make the most out of those 11 practices in pads starting with today. And I thought we did that. I thought today was a really good day. It was really, it was just great to get back out there physical, fast, um, but guys were smart, so we got a lot done. What specifically made you happy about today's practice? The physicality of it. You know, we put pads on for the first time and that we knew how to do it. You know, I, I always think that smart players um, know how to practice really hard, but be smart, stay off the ground. You know, we're being really physical. We got to condition our – this is a very physical game, so you have to condition yourself physically. You have to get used to taking that pounding and delivering a pounding. And so, you know, you don't want to go into the season having to work through that kind of soreness. So let's, let's get accustomed to it right now. Let's be physical out there. But we also have to realize that, you know, we're not taking guys to the ground. We're not cutting. 
and we're staying off the quarterback and stuff like that. And our guys did a really good job of that today. I mean, it was really physical out there um, through every period. And so I was very pleased with that. Can you evaluate yet the potential chemistry between Phillip Rivers and T.Y. Hilton? I mean, I think, I think it's still early in the process, but yesterday was a good day. I think they got to throw a couple times before we started. So, you know, when you're throwing, you got two guys who are instinctive and smart football players. It's not going to take them long to connect. Um, and you could see that already. Um, Philip T.Y.'s body language is so easy to read. He's so smart in understanding and understanding leverage and understanding spacing and also understanding timing. There was a play yesterday, you know, where T.Y. got held up a little bit on his release. And so he wasn't able to get the full route, but he knew exactly the spot to get to at the right time to be on the quarterback's time. Nice long completion. So examples like that will keep showing up, I'm sure, during camp. How's the kicking competition going to work? Um, you know, everything will, everything will weigh into it, uh, including Chase's experience, every kick that's charted, um, you know, every aspect of that charting, you know, the accuracy, you know, of those kicks, not just the ones that are good and not good, but even the, the accuracy, uh, you know, of a good one. You know, how good was it? It's kind of like a quarterback. You know, you can have two completions and they look completely different. You know, one is, you know, one is uh, you got quarterback hits a guy right in stride as opposed to throwing it behind him. And, you know, when you after enough kicks, it's kind of the same thing. When a guy keeps hitting them straight down the middle, straight down the middle, that, that kind of stuff gets noticed if, if that happens. So um, and then we're trying to do some unique things, you know, a little bit different than we've done in the past where typically we would always have all of our kicking in one period and we're, we're spreading out the kicking over a couple periods. So, you know, we'll kick some early and then we'll kick some at the end of a couple team periods and try to create some game-like situations, you know, without the preseason games, you know, we've tried to put a little bit more emphasis really on the competition between the two of them, you know, to try to put as much pressure as we can. I mean, Kickers, the kickers I've been around that are good kickers like these two guys, they love the pressure. So um, how can we amp that up in a practice setting to get those game-like reps? And that's what we're trying to do. What questions do you need to answer during these 28 days of practices running up to the regular season opener? What do you need to get better at? You know, we always need to be more consistent in all three phases. And we talked a little bit about that yesterday because today being the first day in pads, you know, we're back to install one. So, you know, we really are like starting with install one. So it was about, it's about consistency. It's about execution on a consistent level. And then now once you get that, now um, the next step that we've also talked about is when you can develop that consistency and that constant pressure that you put on an offense or put on a defense or put on an opposing special teams unit, it's playing with that discipline and aggressive and aggressiveness now that you create big plays. And so we're looking to create more big plays, you know, on defense, on special teams and on offense. So I think that, you know, we need to see that out in practice. We want to see those kind of plays being made out in practice to the extent that we can see that. And then the second thing, Zach, that I think we want to see is we, we really want to understand the depth of our roster, um, knowing that we'll have a bigger roster with a bigger practice squad. So a little bit more work um, for those guys to try to figure out how that, how the roster is going to fill in. That's Inside Indiana Sports today. Great stuff from Colts Camp today. Tomorrow, Pacers playoff preview.
That's what we're doing. We'll have Nate McMillan, TJ Warren, and Justin Holiday. How about that? Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.